Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Goodness Christ Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Highness. Merry Christmas. It is like a few days from Christmas. Holy smokes. This year just flew by, and here we are celebrating the end of it. And we do that with the Christian holiday, Christmas. Okay. Well, that's a happy time of the year, right? Yeah. Man, the magic of Christmas is no place like home. You know, watching movies like It's a Wonderful Life. Or Love Actually, my favorite. It's a magical time of the year. And I'll start with something very positive. You know, tonight I have a six-year-old child. Very, very much. The magic is alive there in Christmas. And uh, a friend of mine made a video for us where it's like uh, Santa talking to um, to the child, right? And using his name and his photo and up at the North Pole, getting ready, prepping for Christmas. And I showed this to a six-year-old child tonight, and he glowed (laughs) and he asked questions like how does he know my name and that was an amazing moment to watch it reminded me of the magic of Christmas it also reminded me of the juxtaposition of that Because I am very much aware that this holiday, this holiday season, right? As we come out of fall, right? We go through the time change. We lose daylight. You know, every day we lose light until today. Though I'm recording this on the winter solstice. The shortest light day of the year. And that is very hard on a lot of people. It's very stressful for a lot of people. And the holiday seasons are a part of that. I mean, holidays just seemingly always increase levels of stress for a lot of people, work and home and whatever, you know, and I think this is like kind of true for any holiday period of the year, but Christmas is surely the granddaddy of them. I think one of the biggest reasons that Christmas is stressful is, okay, I mean, you got to get around a lot of family and that sounds so great, grand and wonderful, but often it's not right. Whether it's travel plans, it's financial, you know, you got to travel to go see people, you know, gift giving, gift buying, getting the right present for people, dealing with the traffic at the mall, dealing with parking, dealing with going into shop. All of those things are stressful. You know, just financially alone, right? These families that are working their freaking tails off. You know, and and can get one or two things for their child or their spouse or their significant other or their partner or whoever, their mother, their brother, their sister, their father. You know, the expenses of gifts and food and the, again, the pressure of shopping and the expectations of this season can make Christmas extremely stressful. And then there's the family tensions, like I talked about. And I don't think any family is really isolated and protected from this. Like, all families experience tension to some degree. I mean, I think that's just fact given. And part of the reason that Christmas time can be so stressful is this, it's almost like a, this unrealistic expectation of coming together as one big happy family one day a year. And, you know, and that utopian kind of concept. How about someone that is, you know, 
experiencing separation or divorce. It can be hard for a family that has recently experienced that separating divorce to face its first Christmas. It, it can be hard when a family member is absent for the first time because they've moved away or passed away, for example. I have a someone I know in my life, a friend who is going through their first holiday season uh, as a divorcee. And it's really had an effect. It's so different from everything they've experienced for 25 years as a family member. And now it's like, well, can I, whose house can I go to? And how are we going to do this present? And how there's just so many things that you never think about, you know? People just feel down this time of year. A lot of people. A lot of people just feel more down this time of year. You know, the end of the year, even, which is supposed to be this celebration of, you know, what are we going to do? Our New Year's resolution. How are we going to make ourselves better? And that's the goal, right? That's what I talk about all the time. What are we going to do to be better tomorrow, right? 2023, next year. What are we going to do, folks? But the close of a year, it, it often, it, it prompts people to reflect on their achievements, yes. But a lot of times they reflect on their disappointments over the past 12 months. You know, and some people actually mourn the loss of another year of their lives. You, you see this a lot when someone turns 30 or 40 or 50. These milestone birthdays where it's actually, you know, supposed to be a celebration, but it's actually a mourning, like, because the focus is on, I'm closer to death. I'm closer to not being around anymore. I'm closer to being gone. Well, New Year's has that same effect on a lot of people every year, year in and year out. So what can we do? What can we do to, to flip this Christmas blues, this holiday blues? What can we do to flip it? Well, there's a few things. And none of this is top secret, new, uh, uh, greenest grass, you know, revelations. It's not. But what if we do something like making a conscious effort to list all the positive things that you did or experienced this year? Because you did some great things. You experienced some great things. You know, what if we made an attempt to mend fences, contact those people that, you know, you took a step, step backwards with this year and you reconcile, you know, what about new year's resolutions? You know, people often make unrealistic new year's resolutions. Uh, what if you tried this year to try to come up with something very achievable and positive for the upcoming 12 months? And I've talked about resolutions in the past, you know, that we don't have to wait for a specific date, January 1. It's a nice round number. It's, it's something that is very common to people to make resolutions that time of year. But remember, you don't have to wait for 1-1 to make a change in your life. You can do that on July 4th. You can do it on August 10th. You can do it on April 30th. It doesn't matter. That's just an arbitrary date, you know, that we use because it symbolizes the beginning of a year. And if you're feeling really down this holiday season, there's things that we can try for that too, you know? Remember to allow yourself to feel emotion. You know, if you 
prefer to put on that that brave face for others, that's fine. But but give yourself that self care, that time alone, to help deal with what you're feeling. Talk about it with someone. Talk about it with friends and family or people that are close to you. Or seek professional help if that's the route you need to go. You know? And if you're feeling very isolated and alone this holiday season, which is something a lot of people go through, reach out. Do that reach out. Pick up your phone, your, your, your text, your social media, your mail, your email, whatever. Like, reach out if you are feeling that aloneness, you know? And then the first thing I talked about at the top was, you know, you know the financial kind of, financial and time pressures at Christmas. You know, and there's a lot of things you can do for that, too. You can budget. You can shop all year. Start, start your sh- uh, Christmas shopping early this year and budget all year. And buy a little as you go, you know? Shop online if you don't want to get out into the craziness of the mall shopping. And don't, dude, don't go to the mall the next 72 hours. <laughs> I'm totally that guy, too. Totally that guy. Um, I always end up there, like, on the 23rd or the 24th of December. You know? But I think the coolest thing, if you're really feeling the financial pressure, is, is remember the beauty of giving gifts. You don't have to spend money to give someone a present. There are so many little tiny things that you can give someone that are free or something that you can make. You can give your time and expertise on something or, you know, there's just so many different things that you can do. You can, you can give someone a babysitting voucher. You can make something for someone, you know, you can walk their dog. You can. I'm just making stuff up here off the top of my head, but offer a skill set that you have. You know, a couple years ago, I offered to teach a child how to play guitar. And it ended up turning into a few months of lessons, and that was my own time. I umpire Little League. I volunteer my time there as well. There's all sorts of gifts that you can give in this world that don't cost anything or very, very little money. And honestly, those are the ones that mean more. They absolutely are the ones that mean more. I have a few people I work with who are big readers, and uh, we kind of have this little circle of book passing that we do. There's like four or five of us, and that's absolutely free. I mean, obviously, you buy a book, you know, when you want to read it, but then passing on the book that you enjoyed, you know, find this little group of, you know, this circle of friends. And not only does that spark education and learning and reading, which is great for the mind and self-care, but it also later allows you to talk about that book with that person and leads to meaningful conversation. So there it is, folks. The holiday blues of Christmas and how it doesn't have to be as bad as you have it in your mind. This is a beautifully, wonderful, magical time of the year for many, many people. But it's also a time where people feel financial pressure. They feel the pressure of time. They feel the isolation that this time of year, the winter and Christmas can bring. They feel the family tensions that can arise around the holidays. 
right? Some people going through separation and divorce, going through that for the first time, right? Or bereavement. But the key to all that is just to remember it, to identify it, to be able to know that the person next to you might be going through a tough time this holiday season. And to treat them with kindness. Because you don't know. Treat everyone with kindness. Especially this time of year. This is the time. This is the time to go up and beyond and out of your way. For strangers. For anyone that you talk to. This is not the time of the year to be an ass. This is the time of year to go above and beyond what you normally do. This is the time of the year to do that. Go above and beyond and treat people kind because you don't know what that person next to you is dealing with thank you folks merry christmas a wonderful happy new year to you all thank you for joining me this week we will see you next week right here in the greenest grass